0: Hi, this is Sarah. And this is Narelle. Welcome to Hopeless Not Truthless, the truthful podcast about untruthful people delivered by two hopeless women. Today, you guys, we are so excited. We are going to give you a complete rundown on Vanderpump Rules Season 10, Episode 6, The Latest and Greatest.
1: And I'm just going to get right into it because I'm that excited. Um, At the beginning of the episode, we start off at the hotel in Vegas as the girls arrive back after their night out. Raquel is obviously wasted. She says she hasn't been on many girls trips, shocker, but that she's having the best time. Lala, Katie, and Christina get into bed while Raquel helps herself to everyone's leftovers. She prays and thanks to Lisa Vanderpump for blessing them with the food, and then wanders into the room with the others. They ask her if she microwaved everything, including the bread, and she says yes, but not the aluminum, because Katie taught her not to do that. The girls wonder if she ended up kissing Oliver, and she confirms that she did. Lala says she gave her the go-ahead, but the girls start to question about whether that is a pattern of behavior. In her confessional, Katie says Raquel only seems to be interested in men her friends are married to or dating, and that that's a red flag. Then Lala says to Raquel, you drinking, I would never trust you around my man. Raquel responds by slowly saying, like, thank God you don't have a man to, like, fucking have around.
0: Oh. Um. That whole scene was super gross to me to watch for a multitude of reasons. Um, I thought right out of the gates, Lala, Katie, and Christina were being mean girls. Um, I also thought Raquel was horrible for clearly going after Oliver when Lala said, I'm into him.
1: Can I just say that I think Kel Ra- was horrible for eating everybody's leftovers? That to me was like the biggest <laughs> offense.
0: Why didn't they I better was- prepare for this?
1: Oh no. No, I, I agree. I think that was it, it was really gross. It showed all of them in real in a really bad light. Um. Yeah, I didn't like the way the girls were starting to gang up on Raquel, and then if I didn't know better, I probably would have sided with Raquel during this.
0: Narelle, I absolutely thought the same. The whole scene, I was thinking to myself, I would be Team Raquel right now. I think, and we'll get into it later. But Lala's um, behavior—um—she kept her cool in the scene. And I was actually impressed with her. Um, But I was surprised because she's got such a big mouth.
1: Such a big mouth. Okay. So then Lala suggests everyone should go to bed. Katie realizes she forgot her toiletry bag in Raquel's room when she sees the light display that Raquel has set up in there. She can't help but report back to the girls about how silly she thought it was. And they all began to laugh at Raquel's expense. The camera pans over to the doorway where we see Raquel is eavesdropping, um, and then she goes back to her room and cries herself to sleep because she's very hard done by. The next morning, Raquel comes back in and says she's embarrassed, but she doesn't remember what was said. Lala fills her in and then point blank asks her if she really felt that way, that she doesn't think she does because she knows Raquel was upset when Lala herself, with James while he and Raquel were dating in a confessional Raquel says that Lala is the definition of a hypocrite
0: and I am going to agree with Raquel I I do understand when that happened Lala was a bit younger but it wasn't that much younger um it, it just the mean girl scene continued Christina is disgusting to me I cannot stand her. She is just just like she did with Stassi. She did with Katie. She is trying so hard to fit in and be a part of this little mean girl group. And that energy with the three of them together, um, any outsider, I think, will be devoured by these three bitches.
1: I could not agree more. The one part I was dying at was the sentence where Lala flipped halfway through. So in the beginning, she's saying that she respects relationships, um, referencing the time. she, And then she goes right into referencing the time she and James cheated together. So first of all, you respect relationships. But then secondly, you cheat while in relationships. Like you can't have it both ways, Lala. But I do have to say... I kind of, I'm like team light projector. I, that was a vibe. I felt really bad that the girls hanged up on her for that. I kind of want to get one.
0: I think that'd be really cool to
1: like fall asleep to.
0: I thought the projector was super cute. And at that point in filming, I think Raquel may have been super cute. Um, had I not known the truth about Rachel But I think she was trying and she was so wasted. She made bad decisions. I know earlier in the app, she talked about her trying to find herself and she's focusing more on herself and she is, you know, that will come up later in the episode, too.
1: So now we head to Tom Schwartz's apartment, where Sheena has organized a makeover stylist to come in with some new wardrobe options for Tom. While purging his closet, he sets aside a shirt for his roommate, Joe. Okay, roommate. Sheena points out that because the girls have gone on a divorce party trip, they should have a guy's night out, and then she invites herself. Tom agrees. Next, we are on the road in the car with the girls on their way to Lake Havasu. They're discussing the night before with Katie's mom and the emotional exchange between she and Katie about how hard the separation has been. Katie says that she wants to have a friendship with Tom going forward, but they need to iron the kinks out. Raquel is sitting there silent and is the only one not really responding. Christina asks her how the breakup with James went down and the girls are surprised to learn that Raquel intended to pack up and leave the apartment while James was in London, leaving only a note behind with the ring. Raquel explains that she doesn't know who she is anymore and she begins to cry. They pull over and she starts to have a full-blown panic attack. The girls all try to comfort her and succeed in calming her down. And then Raquel makes the very telling comment, I think, about how she's just a mess right now. They try to assure her that she isn't, but she says, I am.
0: I really am. Uh, This, both of these scenes were hard for two different reasons. Sheena really, really bugged me this episode. I don't think it was a good look for Sheena. I don't think being Team Tom is... um, as empowering as she may think it is, she I feel like she's trying way too hard to be one of the bros. Um, and she's trying way too hard to get Schwartz laid. There's a weird, I don't know if it's a motherly thing. I, I don't know if, if it's a jealousy thing or trying to make Katie mad. I don't like the vibe whatsoever. I get a big
1: pick me girl vibe from Sheena. Now that she's married, she can't be the quintessential pick me girl, but it's as if she just wants to be one of the guys when she's very obviously not a guy, but even the way they talk about her, like, Oh yeah, Sheena doesn't count. Sheena can come. Sheena can come. Like there's so, it's weird. And I don't know why she's so obsessed with getting Schwartz late. I think it's, I think it's weird too.
0: That's a really good way to put it. Sheena is the pick me girl. Maybe she really is lacking that attention. Male attention, which given her past, obviously, I mean, most, most people like attention. I understand that. Um, but it's unfortunate. It's, it makes her look like an asshole. I am so curious about roommate Joe. I want to see Joe. I want Joe filmed. I want, I want all the deets on Joe. Who is Joe?
1: (laughs) I think that's actually really interesting um, that you think it's an attention thing for Sheena because I think it's an attention thing for Raquel. Like she is addicted to male attention. And I almost wonder if that's kind of a similarity that they've bonded over subconsciously or not. And that that's why she was trying to get like, oh, you should go for Tom Short. Like it's, it's, it's weird. I don't like it. I don't like it.
0: That's a good point, Norelle, and I, uh, you would think two personalities like that would clash almost. Absolutely. You can have two. Yeah, you can have two attention whores, yes. but I think Raquel, As Sheena is taking on this mom role, you know, very seriously. It's a very serious thing for her. It's like she's trying to mother all of them while being the cool girl. And hey, I like Sheena. I think she uh, deep down is sweet. I know her and Katie have some very deep seated beef. I would probably, if I had to choose B team, uh, Sheena over Katie. Uh, we'll get into that later as well.
1: <laughs> in terms of the panic attack and the crying in the car, like Raquel was. She, I, she's genuinely going through something in the car and I can't I mean I think it's obvious now that we know what's going on in the background that there was so much more on her mind making her feel out of control than just Oliver like nobody is gonna melt down over a, like Oliver I'm sure he's great but that's no
0: yeah I mean Oliver is is a hottie there is no doubt about it I'm Team Oliver uh, this episode. (laughs) But yeah, so I need to ask you, and I didn't research this in time, this was allegedly before uh, Raquel and Tom officially kind of made their relationship physical. Is that right?
1: Allegedly. That is kind of what the cast seems to report, that this was the episode towards the end where the physical nature of tom and raquel began i still and i will die on this hill sarah i still in my heart of hearts believe that something happened during coachella maybe it was a kiss maybe it was the beginning of an emotional affair but something happened and there's probably been like you know some subtle flirtation or some secretive smooching in the background and maybe tonight is when the like majority of it started to happen but i don't think it was the beginning if i'm
0: totally honest okay and i'm getting those vibes as well i do feel raquel was deeply hurt by what went what went down with james um, when he, you know, when she was explaining how they broke up and the horrible things he was saying about her dad and her mom, and telling her her mom is a fat bitch and your dad is miserable because he's with such a horrible fat bitch. And like that, I, I really think James has an abusive tendency. I hope he can sort that out. I know he's got baggage. We all do that's unacceptable but I I also got this sense that she really needs to be in a relationship to define herself and especially one of celeb status nature or bravo liberty nature um she really I really believed her when she said she doesn't know who she is and she's not okay
1: I think you're right I think you've nailed it I don't think she knows who she is outside of a relationship, and she is reeling right now without a man by her side. I don't think she knows who she is. Maybe she's trying to find out who she is, but girl,
0: like, this is not how you do it. No. And I also, I don't know if the producers are doing her dirty or and they knew what was going on and edited this episode uh, after the fact that they knew she was going after Sandoval. It was just the foreshadowing that happened, um, you know, even in the previous episodes, even Adriana herself, Ariana, sorry, I'm on Miami, sorry, Ariana <laughs> says, girl, I didn't know you had it in you and the way Lala and Katie are discussing um, the fact she's going after other people's men and it just i I almost had kind a of thought, did they plant the seed in her brain or what? Or were
1: they connecting the dots? like were there was their subconscious seeing this? I don't know. it's it's fascinating. There are so many aspects watching this play
0: out, and I'm so excited to see as it goes on. I am so excited too and I, I hate saying that just because of, for Ariana really but...
1: like no I know I don't want to like downplay that or be entertained by it but it's
0: definitely fascinating it is very fascinating and it's a uh, very good TV <laughs> for damn sure
1: okay so next we arrive at the beautiful rental in lake Havasu. as the ladies are getting ready for dinner charlie arrives she meets christina for the first time and they seem friendly but then in a confessional she makes fun of her for smelling lip balm after that we head to tom tom where we see schwartz with sandoval who is dressed as a dirty pirate they're discussing whether or not to take lisa's offer on giving them back their investment on tom tom Sandoval thinks it's a bad idea because what if they take that money, invest it into Schwartz and Sandy's, and then the restaurant flops anyways? They will have nothing left to fall back on. Schwartz groans about how awful that would be. Then James arrives and they start discussing guys' night.
0: Oh, I think that whole scene with Tom and that whole storyline right now is a snore. Um, I don't care. I, I do not feel sorry for you. Blah, blah, blah. It's like, nah, didn't engage me whatsoever. Um, Charlie, on the other hand, I I could tell her energy. She was hyped up. She, I kind of enjoyed it. And then she came in with the shade toward Christina. I was almost kind of, dumbfounded um shortly thereafter I I liked it a lot though
1: <laughs> I was taken aback as well at first I didn't like they've never met before what is, what's your problem with Christina I mean and then I watched the rest of the episode and I was like okay Christina you're a fucking bitch but <laughs> I was surprised as well um by Charlie's attitude her staff and the whole Tom Tom Schwartz and Sandy's thing, like, I agree. It's The only thing that I guess really intrigues me about that situation is I don't understand why Lisa is so supportive of these dudes. Like <sighs> who, who else does she support? She's not, she's not, she's made it very clear that she's not going to support in any way um Katie and Ariana's something about her sandwich restaurant she's not going to invest in that in any way she'll you know be there in spirit but why is she so obsessed with the toms like she's going to bail them out now by offering them to give uh their
0: investment back no let them sink oh I had the same thought I was I'm so grossed out by it too I don't know if it's mm, I don't want to say this Because Lisa, you're a queen, you're a goddess. Maybe there's some inward uh, sexism at play here. Maybe it's just a matter of business. She banked on Tom and Tom as being the the faces of Vanderpump Rules, essentially. I don't know. What I will say is Lisa's latest appearance on Vanderpump, or uh, Watch What Happens Live... There was an empathy shown toward Tom and and Rachel, but I'm sure it was mostly directed toward Tom that I don't think she would give the same grace to if it were another cast member besides the other Tom.
1: Love Lisa. I think she's great TV as well, and I love like anytime she's on the screen, my eyes are on her, but is it is it sexism i don't i don't know i i can't help but agree that it's all about the men for her uh maybe part of the reason she's extending them the courtesy of understanding is because she does have an investment tied up with them in the restaurant tom tom i kind of understand too in the beginning why she chose them like they were the horses she bet on because at that time they were probably the most favored characters of the show.
0: I think so. I, I'm I'm a, in total agreement with you. Um, especially in my opinion, Schwartz was always, as we discussed last week, that happy-go-lucky kind of puppy dog, little lap dog, mm-hmm. and will kiss the ground Lisa walks on. I did find it actually really gross and pathetic how sandoval um in his confessional stated that the deal lisa and ken offered them was unfair oh
1: my god that actually really pissed me off how ungrateful like they don't have to do that they could let you just you know flop on your face but here they are get well like offering to give you your money back with the option to reinvest it later, they're giving them a solution on the fact that Schwartz and Sandy right now is floundering. And Tom has the audacity to be like, well, you know what, it's not good enough. Like you should give it like, oh no, that's not,
0: that's not it. Spoiled little brat. I also have one more comment about Charlie, um, you know, right away I got the vibes. I'm like, ooh, I feel like Charlie has beef with Lala. And I love how that does kind of play out in the next scene we're gonna talk about. Oh, She's amazing. she definitely seems to have some I cause I understand Charlie was on last season and she didn't get called back. She's just a friend now. So maybe there's a little bit of resentment there. Um but I I'm here for it. This, If she did this last year, she would be back this year, guaranteed.
1: Oh, I wonder if that's the plan. Maybe she's going into this season and she's ready to, like, slit some throats and make a name for herself. (laughs) So we're going to continue on here. Uh, The girls are out for dinner now and the conversation immediately turns to the night before. They explain to Charlie how much Raquel changes when she drinks. They begin to discuss the kiss between her and Oliver, and Raquel is visibly uncomfortable. She makes a comment about how Lala was into him first, but Lala points out she gave her the go-ahead. Lala also confirms that all of that was actually cool, but that it was the comment Raquel had made back at the hotel that upset her. Charlie begins defending Raquel at this point, because if you ask me, in her mind, it looks like Raquel is being ganged up on. Raquel decides she's going to stand up for herself by pointing out that if anyone shouldn't be trusted around men, it's actually Lala, because Lala slept with James.
0: Boom! Lala, <laughs> <I know>.
1: Lala <laughs> pretends not to see the similarity here and points out that Raquel went after Schwartz as well. Raquel fires back that Lala is a hypocrite because she slept with Randall and was Randall's mistress, which is like, like a red flag to a bull. Katie jumps in to say that her and Tom aren't even fully divorced yet and she's being very gracious to Raquel, but if she wanted to, she could light her ass on fire. Raquel doesn't back down, but instead argues that it doesn't really count because she never actually made out with Schwartz and Lala tells her to shut up because Tom rejected her and not the other way around. Lala, Katie, and Christina leave the restaurant and Raquel and Charlie are left at the table alone.
0: Hey, <laughs> hated all of this. I I mean, I don't feel like this happens in normal friend groups. No. It's, it was so hard to watch because I felt guilty feeling bad for Raquel at that point. it it was they were vicious. Katie and Lala were absolutely nasty vile. They said such hurtful things. and the hypocrisy of Lala, absolutely made me laugh it was so absurd and I think Charlie hit the nail on the head Lala saying it's not about Oliver I think Lala <laughs> Lala is bitter because she didn't get chosen and I, I I kind of have to agree I yeah
1: I hated this scene as well I hate the fact I hate The fact that it made me feel sorry for Raquel because I don't want to feel sorry for Raquel, but the way these girls ganged up on her, I felt sorry for Raquel. So, I mean, the hypocrisy at play between both of them, the hypocrisy that we know is going on in the background that Raquel hasn't even
0: been on, like it is too much. It was too much. Um, Unfortunately, I think Raquel probably won a few fans over this scene because of the way she controls herself as opposed to Lala and Katie. I think Lala and Katie are cut from the same cloth. They both get downright nasty. And I I really respect Lala for trying to, you know, for being sober and trying to control that inner Lala, as she says. But the way they went in and just were completely blind to their own actions and only focusing on Raquel, I I feel like they thought Charlie would be in on it with them, and it almost felt like a public uh, humiliation or public feather and tarring at this point. A public execution.
1: Like, I, I also give Lala props, you know, First of all, she's backing up Katie, and I, I I, 100% would probably be feeling the same anger towards Raquel. I just wish that she had handled it differently. I wish, all I wish she would have said to Raquel was, yes, I did do those things, and I've lived to regret them, and I'm trying to help you not make the same mistake that I did. But instead of owning up to it, she was like, that was six years ago, baby. Forget about it. Like no I kind of feel for Charlie as well that she might not know all the nuances that have gone on between all of them and she saw you know a little bambi-eyed bitch getting ganged up on and she went for the underdog I think we've all been there like I probably in this in that situation I would have felt really bad for Raquel and I hate that they made me feel that way
0: I hate it too Narelle Um, uh, Charlie seemed to get a lot of (laughs) joy out of it the way Raquel was standing up and she said you know i like to see Raquel get her confidence and I think Charlie was also kind of playing Raquel a little bit that's just like a total suspicion on my part what Raquel did with Schwartz was honestly that that would be almost unforgivable to me if I were Katie so yes I do think Katie has extended her graces I yes. do think Katie having her on that trip proves that she is you know a good person but you're right it Lala should have Lala fuels Katie's fire Lala should have owned it um and it could have been a really good teaching moment and a vulnerable moment from Lala.
1: Exactly. I think it would have just turned it around and I could go back to hating Raquel. <laughs> like want it Lala. The point you made about Charlie kind of playing Raquel, I get that vibe too. I think I think Charlie was just really kind of having a great time and she probably knew that this was gonna play out great on the show. And make a name for her if that's her uh, goal here I did find it interesting I should have got the quote Uh, maybe I'll put it in the next episode but um she has come out now after the episode aired and said obviously I would have acted differently had I known what was happening I might not have taken Raquel's side something to that effect that's not a quote but it that I did find that kind of interesting that uh, everything changes once you know the true dynamic that was underneath
0: wow so she's referring to Schwartz the Schwartz incident
1: I think she's referring to the Sandoval incident that she
0: probably yeah Yeah, well who wouldn't I
1: I don't know to be honest I'll have to look it up
0: yeah we'll have to post that maybe in our show notes
1: yeah or we'll make a TikTok about it or something good idea okay should we move on let's all right next Raquel and Charlie wake up the next morning and decide to leave Raquel mentions that Schwartz is having a guy's night and they should crash it because she feels they're more her friends in Raquel's confessional she says that she should have known that she couldn't trust these girls when she overheard them talking shit about her in Vegas They find the other women on the patio, and Raquel says that she thinks it was a mistake for her to come, and she doesn't feel welcome, so they're leaving. Then she drops the bomb that they're going to go meet up with Schwartz and the guys. Everyone reacts in shock. As they turn to leave, Raquel has one more little gem when she says, Lala, you gave me the green light to go ahead with Oliver. Lala says, this isn't about Oliver, this is about you calling me a mistress, again. And Raquel says, I think you're just a little bit angry because Oliver did choose me over you. Okay, like at the end of the day, if he wanted to take you out on the dance floor, he would have done that.
0: <laughs> I loved, I, I hate that I love this. I absolutely loved Raquel standing up, showing confidence because the entire trip and she shouldn't have been there. Raquel should not have been there in the first place. Um, Why Katie even allowed her to be when she has this much hostility. Yeah, I I feel like it's ridiculous. I know Lala was at Raquel's house like the night before the vacation. She didn't seem to be mad at, at her, at Raquel for the Schwartz thing at the time so i can understand raquel going in with perhaps maybe knowing or thinking lala is on her side and then being kind of surprised by, by the hostility that is occurring
1: okay i have to say i think that's really interesting first of all that the aspect of lala seeing raquel the night before the trip i had no idea that makes me wonder if she did almost lure her there under false pretenses so that she could attack her on tv um but i have to say in all honesty i hated the scene like raquel any semblance of pity or sympathy i felt for raquel out the window because it felt like she missed the whole point and she's just honing in on the fact that she got Oliver and Lala didn't. And she makes it so obvious to me that that is the most important detail to her. And she's clinging
0: onto it and she's probably getting off on it. And I think that's gross. Wow. Okay. I did not think of it from that perspective. I'm kind of surprised because in a weird way, I felt like um, Raquel came in and Lala's anger since that instance was she was just pointing it out like Lala maybe you just can't understand why you're angry because sometimes that happens Um but this is why honey can you just admit it but now that I say it out loud it's extremely condescending
1: no no I don't think it's condescending. I mean, there's. I think there's truth to it as well. I definitely think Lala was feeling very, mm, I don't know if threatened is the right word, but in that arena by Raquel, maybe a little bit embarrassed. And I know she made a comment earlier that stuck out to me as well. She made it clear, like, I punted him to you. I gave you the green light. I gave you the go. Like, she had to make sure everybody knew if I could have, like, if I wanted him, I could have had him. So there is some embarrassment there for her. And I know Raquel's picking up on that. But the way that Raquel is just sticking the knife in and twisting it when we know she's about to go for short and when we know she's probably already boning Sandy, it, I just cannot help but think she's just a girl. She's a woman um, who gets off on taking other people's men and I don't like that.
0: Yeah, that uh, that there is a there is a pattern of behavior here and it is a red flag for sure. I mm-hmm. I really appreciated I thought it was okay. Maybe the part I liked the most was when she came down and she said, I know I am not welcome here. And I thought, good for you you're calling them out. They're sitting there maliciously whispering about you for hours on end and they do have a lot better things to talk about. They're all going through it right now. So, well, Christina, I don't care, but Katie and Lala are going through it. Let it go. Um, but that's a really good point you made, Narelle, about <sighs> Rachel just digging the knife in, making uh, Lala become even more self-conscious i think
1: i definitely think you're right i was actually surprised how confidently she came across i honestly thought she was gonna have charlie say the words for her i was surprised when raquel spoke up herself so i will definitely give her that i think she's coming more like she's coming into herself a little bit more and standing up for herself but I don't think she should be standing up for who she is really yeah me um okay let's move on to the last scenes here um the girls get their bathing suits on after this and head out on a boat that never goes anywhere <laughs> then we head to Schwartz and sandy's for a tasting of new options for their menu Sandoval enters wearing a greasy wife beater that he paired with a dirty Sanchez mustache and sunglass combo, as well as the ever-present high school whiteout nail polish. What? I, I don't know what he was thinking. Ariana is with him, and it's clear she's mourning the loss of the dog, Charlotte. After the tasting, the Tom's head to Guy's night. We shoot over to Havasu, where Lala and Christina have set up the Schwartz pinata, and Katie swiftly beheads it. This leads into a heart-to-heart as Katie breaks down and says that she's struggling with the loss of her best friend in this separation, but that she knows she needs more. They get dressed up and head to BJ's Cabana Bar, which is like a country bar, but there's a furry on the dance floor. They order drinks and are discussing that there aren't many cute potential men when Lala spots a few guys who catch her attention. She invites them over and they all start chatting. As we flash back to Skybar, where Guy's night is in full swing, as the credits begin to roll, Raquel and Charlie make their dramatic entrance. Tom pretends to be surprised as he smiles with his chiclet teeth and gives Raquel a big happy hug hello. She sits down and scooches over closer to Schwartz.
0: Oh, love, love the sound of all descriptions. Descriptors, new views, there. I could not figure out who
1: he looked like when he came in. He's got his little wife beater on and that little short sleeve shirt with the sun. He reminds me so much of somebody and I could not put my
0: finger on it honestly is a sleazy movie star from the 60s he's trying to emulate that I I, he tries so hard to be cool and he is the furthest thing from cool that mustache is repulsive
1: it's much it's it's way too try hard I don't even want to know how long it takes him to get ready
0: oh my gosh I it must i don't know how anyone could be super attracted to someone who doesn't seem like he even knows himself it's like he's just trying to emulate a character and be a character maybe that's just for the tv i don't know it's hard i feel like isn't that a classic trait
1: of a narcissist when i mean he he does seem like he's wearing a mask a lot And whenever these relationships end, like, the way he turned against Kristen and now the way he's turning against Ariana, like, he's not showing any remorse. I guarantee he's going to play this off as Ariana stopped giving him the attention that he needed. They stopped having sex. They stopped this. And he's going to place the blame on her and move on the same way he did from Kristen. He's going to try and paint Ariana as a psycho.
0: I absolutely agree with you it's he's got to be narcissistic I know Kristen has come out and said that on her podcast I believe or someone's podcast Um, he is wearing a mask you can the thing with Schwartz is that you can tell there's a genuine person under there and he's relatively vulnerable at times like he has a heart With Tom Sandoval, I feel everything is so scripted and it is always centered around himself.
1: Orchestrated. That's
0: spot on. Very orchestrated. orchestrated.
1: That's Um, why we let Schwartz get away with behavior because we do see the heart underneath. But Sandoval's a snake. You can see it in his eyes. They're dead little beady eyes.
0: A snake in the grass, as my friend used to say. (laughs) (laughs) Poor Ariana and Charlotte. That really, really broke my heart. As someone who lost their dear doggy recently, I I can't imagine having that dog as long as she did. And, you know, when Tom... Oh, this is going way back. But when Tom couldn't even let her go on this trip to Vegas and give her the confidence to take care of her poor dog by getting the pills. Oh, the rage I felt.
1: I know. I wanted to reach through the screen and smack him, like, go get the pills. Let your poor girlfriend, like, and then the way when he picks her up from the airport and he's just like, um, I guess we should go to the vet right away. Like, yeah, that's why I just flew home, you douchebag. I loved her her
0: response. Yeah, Tom. Like, yeah. <laughs> my poor Ariana. Um, I'm glad she did get to go out. It looked like, you know, the food coming out was really delicious. I I don't want to say I hope they're successful, but, you know, say la vie. I don't, I honestly don't think they're going to, I don't know if they're going to be able
1: to like recover from this. So many of the people that were going to go to the restaurant were fans who want to see Schwartz and Sandy's. It's the biggest draw for Tom Tom. It's the biggest draw for all the other restaurants in the Vanderpump umbrella is seeing the cast. And now the temperament towards like the Toms has changed. I don't know. I think it's interesting. Probably actually not a bad call if they don't end up divesting from Tom Tom because I think Schwartz and Sandy's might flop.
0: That's going to be really interesting to see what happens. I I don't know. I think there's, it's a hard one for me to say. I think there's so many fans that are fascinated right now it may just be a temporary boost uh in sales and business but I think it all depends on how Tom responds at the reunion totally I mean I'm seeing a big call
1: for like a boycott right now online from a lot of fans but I think it will change depending on how the reunion uh goes down I wanted to ask you I think it's pretty obvious, it seemed to me anyways, that Tom knew Raquel was coming. I forget what the comment is that he made, but he already knew that Raquel had left, so I feel like there was some kind of communication there. Maybe he heard from Sheena, because we know that Raquel texted Sheena, but I feel like he knew she was coming.
0: I had the same sense, the glimmer in his eye, the sparkle, the the look between them, the hug. I know Andy said it wasn't edited, this episode. Uh, I feel like perhaps it was because it was longer than normal. Um, But anyway, that's besides the point. I will not say anything bad about the Bravo Gods, but there was... Uh, look between them, and and Schwartz's response that made me think this i this is maybe a new, fresh kind of exciting thing that ha- is going on. I don't know. Maybe Schwartz was fearful. I that's it's hard to
1: tell, but there was definitely something in the eyes, and then the way like she sits down and like goes over as close as she can to Schwartz I I I feel like she went in there with a plan I feel like is she's gonna go in there she's gonna get back at the girls now but again with everybody's men I don't know I don't know I mean I do know what happened (laughs) that is exactly what happened but I just don't know what's going on in
0: her mind I actually felt a little sorry for Sheena as I look at her beaming with joy, thinking Raquel is showing up for Schwartz. And we all know that is not the case.
1: Absolutely. I think I think Sheena probably encouraged her to come home and join up with them and
0: crash the party.
1: Um, I also loved how annoyed James got. <laughs>
0: James here. James, the thing that made me laugh is James is thinking he's the main character, and he's a crew member.
1: The way that that poor boy is framing this, as if Raquel is so obsessed about him, I'm like, oh baby, no, no, (laughs) no. She has moved on. She is obsessed with the Toms.
0: Like, be real. Oh my gosh, poor James. He doesn't have a clue. Uh, he's figured it out and he is acting like Raquel cheated on him. I think this whole like
1: storyline going on in his head right now, where he thinks Raquel's coming after him. That's probably the embarrassment of finding out that that's not true is also fueling a lot of his like anger right now.
0: That's a very good point. Norell. I, we shall see what happens next week. I can't wait. I am waiting for that pool scene with the inappropriate cuddling between Sandoval and Raquel. I'm hoping that's next week. I can't. Oh my God. And I want to see
1: the kiss. I, I don't know. When does the kiss happen? We need it. Do you need it? I mean, like a <laughs> pool in the head,
0: but. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I guess that's it. Thank you so much to everyone for listening. We really appreciate it. We're still working through some kinks. Um, and But we're just so excited to be talking about it and have the chance to do this as two besties. Uh, and it's a way for us to connect and bond. And it's just
1: been the most fun. And I've loved it so far. And anybody listening, we love you and thank you. And we promise we'll get better.
0: We love you and we do promise we'll get better. We are going to record um, kind of a season recap so far and an episode recap of the latest Real Housewives of New Jersey. There's some juicy drama going on over there. Yeah, so we're hoping to release that uh, in the next few days as well. Awesome. Okay. Stay truthful.